Okay, circle of salt. Okay, done. And the candles. And okay, let's see the book now. Come to me, O oh demon. I have summoned you into this circle. Hello. Can't I, I can hear you. you? You need to come through into the circle, demon. Um, well, yes, I see you've done the summoning circle, and that is a a, a good start to getting me there. But um, have you thought about the size of summoning circle you've done? It's. I mean, it's it it. it it fits on the rug, so it'll be easy to clean up later. Well, yes, but also... Hmm... There's mostly social distancing, right? And... You as well? Yes, yes, and, um, you know, being sensible, by example. But, um... I, I don't think you've really left room for me to enter through this circle and not be within two metres of you. I mean, I... Live in a tiny shitty apartment. I don't have twelve feet of space to to put so that you'd be in the middle. Well, that's not exactly my problem, is it? And even then, I'm having a peek through the summoning circle. I sent one of my many many tentacles armed eyes to have a look. You're not even wearing a face mask. I didn't think it was necessary. I was home alone. Well, you might be home alone, but how many people do you think I go and see? You know, get summoning circle to every. You know, you might be fine, you might be alone, but if you if you get hills on me and then I go, you know, get something by some old lady, what's gonna happen then? I honestly hadn't considered that demons were essential workers. I, I don't know what you summoned me for, but you're not the only person in need of, uh, you know, extra-dimensional uh, support and or communion every now and then. Right, okay, um... I'm gonna need some furn- move some furniture, I'll, I'll call you back. Uh, yep, yeah, and if you can make sure you're wearing a mask, I would appreciate it. Uh, absolutely, thanks, thanks, sorry, sorry to mm. Thanks. No worries, I'll be, I'll be ready to help you with all your hellish duties soon. Yay! Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers, that podcast where two queer trans ladies have a bit of a chat about our weeks and do silly voices and skits and the such. Us! How has your week been in terms of media consumption and the such? Uh, I mean, in terms of media con- consumption, it's been pretty good. It's been good on that front. It's been, it's been good. <laughs> Maybe less on the not media consumption front, but yeah, it's been a lot. It's been, I mean, a lot of weeks have been a lot. I know it's already been a lot, huh? Yeah, but it's okay because we're here having a conversation about stuff we've played, listened to, and watched at this moment. Should we get into the things we played? Yeah, let's talk about the things that we played. Uh, so what have you played this week? Well, I played well. We did another two months of the pandemic le- legacy. Yes, we continued on. We've uh, we've made it to, what, June, June? now? Yep. We did May and June. We haven't lost a game yet, which is impressive. We haven't lost a game, but we've we've started... Mm, May, we took some considerable casualties. We did. Yeah, May was... Um, we got our first <sighs> uh, city up to uh, a level three 
rioting. Yes, and it's, I, I think it was the only red city we've had like have any sticker on it to that point. Yep. And it very quickly we we were like, it's fine, it's fine. We've got time. We can we can quarantine all the cities. We've got time. And that one's just like blowing up routinely, and it's like doesn't feel worth it to go back and fix it because we've got this problem over here but yeah things are getting a lot more difficult to manage overall yeah um june we had we had a pretty effective june game i I think we had a much easier june game than we had may 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 was difficult because both of our characters took some some physical well they took some scars they took some scars um you you took one and I'd taken two, which meant like if I got injured another time, my character was dead. Which was gonna make that the the rest of that month real difficult. Yeah, you don't want to get in a situation where it's one person and a civilian because then all of your like uh, relationship bonuses stop working and everything would have been real bad. So real bad. We we both made the decision at the end of May to go like let's temporarily retire these characters. We might come back to them. We spent a month like trying to create cards that would help us to like you know protect those people if we bring them back in. But I I was quite happy with our new characters. We we played yeah. with a person who was themed around quarantines. Yeah, so you're the quarantine specialist. Yeah. I'm the medic. Uh, so yeah, so you can like take all of the cubes off a place that you cure. Yeah, I just I just use yeah. some kind of healing gas. Indeed, and I can quarantine cities without having to travel to them, which is so good. Especially considering where we are at the moment. Yeah, yeah, considering where the game's at right now, it's it's so nice being able to go about and do other things and not have to, like, end... Because the thing is, when you're not playing the quarantine specialist, to quarantine a city, you have to use one action to move into it, one to quarantine it, and one to move back out of it if yeah. you don't want to take an act, like... A scar. Uh, a by scar. being in one of those And then you've got, like, one action left over that you don't really have much to do with, and it's like... It's, it's not ideal. You're, you're using most of your four actions on a turn to quarantine one city, as opposed to now, I can be like, bam, 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 four quarantines. Mm-hmm. Which is so helpful. Especially when one of our, our like, monthly um, missions oh, is, is... Uh, finished with seven quarantine cities. Yeah, that that has been infinitely easier as a result. I'm... I'm I'm somewhat glad that we were put in a position where we had to start new characters because it's really helped to go, our needs have changed, what do we need now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, we certainly needed the quarantine specialist. Um, it would have been nice to be able to keep um, the the medic that we had. It, it would have been, but I think... Um... Uh, the researcher. Yes, the yes. Research- um, I can't remember. I had the, the re- I had the researcher. I think. And I think he was heard. the scientist or something. Yeah. The point point being, I while it would have been nice to keep them, I think ultimately it's where we're at in the game right now. Like cities are starting to have like more um, get get overrun and uh, an outbreak more often. It's mm-hmm. like we need to keep that down and we need to get quarantines done no matter where we are and yeah. I think we've got the two most important things for us right now. We also need to have eradicated one disease to get yes. to the end of the month uh, as like our, our one one of or like three out of four that we have to do each month so it's been nice to sort of go hey uh, I the medic I can as soon as we've got a cure for things I can just be in a city and that clears it. Yes. Cool. Yeah that's really helping. Yeah, because that obviously that means I can once we've got a cure, we can just sort of charge around. Yeah, we, yeah, I, 
I, I feel like we do have sort of very useful characters we've, for where we are we've, right now. We've got a new... Like, I was worried that by losing the pair of characters we had, we wouldn't have synergy anymore, and we now just have, like, different synergy. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, we, we very, we, the best characters I think we could be at the moment for playing the game as it stands. Yes, and we'll see, you know, where the game goes in the coming months, but... I think over, overall we've been doing really well. Yeah, I think so. I'm very proud of how well we've been playing this Go game. Us. Go us. What else have you been playing? Uh, well, we finished a thing together. We finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. We did. Um, so I'll, I'll start with my opinions quickly. Um, I I loved the game. Um, mechanically, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it looked gorgeous. I really liked the characterization they did with a lot of the characters. Um, without spoilers I'm intrigued by the ending but also a little bit mm, a little bit cautiously nervous and kind of a little bit sad for it not being one thing and it being something else and you know there's there's a little bit of me that's like eh, I kind of wish it was something different than what it is but I'm cautiously intrigued to see where it goes and I'll hand the reins over to you um, trying to be as spoiler-free as possible. Yeah. People may have heard already. Um, changes have been made. Yes. And those changes are have uh, have a framing device throughout the game. Yes. And I can't blame you for not liking that framing device. That that framing device is very directed in a way. I, here's the thing. I feel like my reading of that framing device was definitely influenced by people describing it a certain way. Mm. I think I don't think the text of the game necessarily is as pointed as it initially I felt like it was going to be. It's doing what it's doing. It's doing what it's doing. It's not. It's not like that. That cat killer documentary turning to the screen and literally saying, "No, you watching the documentary are the villain here." No, it's not it's, quite it's that. Not that. It's not that. But it it does have that sort of. It can definitely of... be read with that energy. Yeah. Yes. And <sighs> um, and that uh, and also like the, the some of those changes mean. What now? What what do we have to be like really engaged with? Yeah, and, and, and like on an emotional level, like what emotional engagement do we have apart from we are the eco terrorists? We started the gamers. Where where is our arc now? I here's the thing. I'm kind of intrigued to see where their arc goes, but also like his as spoiler free as I can be. I think the the big failing to me is not the fact that they did the thing that they did with the narrative. It's that I don't feel like they did a great job of justifying why the characters wanted the thing to happen. Um, I I feel like the little flashes of, oh, that? Well, we better do something. Um, were not really flashes of things that were, that I look at and go, ah, I understand why the characters would then make a choice about that. And also, for anyone who's never played the game before, like, never played a Final Fantasy game before, a lot of that stuff means nothing. Yeah, yeah, um... And not just Final Fantasy VII, like, um, Crisis Core and Before Crisis yeah, as well. Yeah, I... 
There's an implication that some characters know more than we expected them to know, and I kind of wish that that had been slightly more fleshed out. And I guess we'll find out in the next game. Yeah, I kind of wish that the things that some characters saw that spurred them to to make choices, it was a little bit clearer, like, ah, oh, that's going to happen. I need to stop that. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I have... I think it's I think it's okay to have conflicted feelings. I'm intrigued. I'm kind of fascinated. I I find the the choice to do it a potentially very brave one. Um I don't I I am not confident that I will enjoy it because it's um hmm when when this game started to become the the, the thing it becomes at the end, it became less coherent and that concerns me. Yes, it felt um, very much more Kingdom Hearts than Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I love a good Final Fantasy... Uh, I love a good Kingdom Hearts game, but not for the fucking story. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I... I think it's okay that I can feel, like, intrigued and, and curious where it's going, but also a little bit, like... I, I, I'm, I would like to have this, but I would also like to have the other thing that I thought I was going to have. Mm. And I think that's probably as much as we can spoiler-free say. I think so. I'm concerned slightly about time. Yeah. There, there, there are things that suggest that things are happening at the same time as other things. Yes. As opposed to long in the past. I don't know if that's just the way some scenes were angled yeah. or what. But well, well, I, was, I was sort of going, ha! <laughs> Is it... Mm, okay. Yeah, we, we will see. Um... But I thought the gameplay was fantastic. I thought the uh, visuals, the the characterizations were all really good. And I want to dip back into it at some point to unlock some of the like the summons and things that we missed, and to do some more just fighting stuff. Do some fighting. Yeah. Them's fighting words. Them's fighting words. Mm-hmm. What about you? What have you been playing? I you I have been playing Slay the Spire. Oh, tell me about Slay the Spire. It crashes a lot, like a lot, a lot, like constantly. Don't touch it. Don't move it. It will if you leave it on that screen at that size, and touch nothing else. <laughs> oh gosh. Then you can play Slay the Spire. But if you need to tab out, oh, woe betide you. I did not like, realize it was that bad. I tried to stream it, and like it was like okay, this game loads up. It's fine. Okay, I can change the graphical settings on that. Okay. Hmm. Can I put it on that screen? Because that's the screen I usually watch while I'm I'm streaming. And I have this one here for the chat and stuff. Oh, it's, it, it is crashed. Okay, I'll try and load that back up. Oh, it, it, it crashed before loading. Okay, okay then. Sure. Okay, just going to verify those files. Okay. Let's try that again. And over on this screen, I'll see if I can go full screen on that screen. No, no, it's popped back to the side. Okay, pop it back to, to, to windowed. Oh, it's it's crashed again. Mm. Okay, well let's uh, move it back over to this screen then. Yep. Okay, now let's try and and do a test record. Oh, it's it's crashed. Okay. So I'm having to stop my test record. <laughs> oh, wow. it was it was 25 minutes for me getting more and more frustrated that for the second, potentially the second stream in a row. A game was just going to be like, yeah, I worked fine in testing, but the second you try to do anything with me, I'm just going to crash or just uh, chug. But you've been playing some of it not on stream. Yeah. How how is how is the when you've been able to actually play it gone? Uh, 
Uh, I'm not very good at it, but it's fun. It's it's uh, it involves cards and you're yeah, going through basi- dungeons. It's basically a deck building game yeah. uh, where every time you you lose a run, you go back to your basic deck. Yeah. Um, but as you go on, you each fight you win, you'll get a chance for an extra card, or you can go to a campfire where you can sleep to recover HP, or like uh, upgrade a single card, or yeah. you can go to shops and buy extra cards, or throw cards out of your deck. Hmm. It's it's a a very fun game. I am. Um, it seems to have a level of randomization and like what sort of power ups you'll get, what cards you'll be offered. Yeah. But they there does seem to be like a deck of, hey, these are this character's cards. These mm. are the cards you can get. There is different card art for other characters for basically the same cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've unlocked three characters so far. Okay. Do they feel sufficiently different to each other? They do have very different decks. Mm. Um, the art style is quite interesting. Um, it's not super detailed. Yeah. It, it feels like a, a step up from I whip this together in MS Paint. Yeah, it's it's loose pixel art. Loose pixel art, but like it's 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 well done and yeah, it's, it's um like aesthetically consistent, which is always nice. Uh, would it be fair to describe it as like pixel art that has mm. that has deliberately omitted some details? Like it probably could have put a pixel here to be this thing, but it's like no, oh, let's just leave that kind of. It's a, it's the level of simplistic that sometimes you see in like budget games or uh, yeah. indie games and go. It's. I mean, I can tell what it is, and it works. You're, but you're it's con- not the the. Yeah. It's not great art. You. It's it, good. It's, it conveys, it's serviceable art. It conveys the thing it's trying to convey without any, any more detail than was necessary being put in. No. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I have been enjoying it. I played a decent chunk on Sunday. Yeah. After hunching over a. A graphics tablet for six yes, hours. Yes, I must paint Doing this picture. Many, 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 many drawing. One very small drawing. Well, many, many, many amount of one drawing. Ten, ten and a half by six inches. Uh, ten and a half by six centimeters. That image is going to be it's, when it's finished. It's going. It's looking fantastic already, but uh, I can see the effort it's taking. So much effort. I've never tried to paint a. Like a human body before. Yeah. Well, you you are doing a damn impressive job. It looks fantastic, but I can see the work it's taking. <laughs> and what about you? Have you played anything else? Uh, I played the first three chapters of A Dating Sim. Ooh. Uh, I started playing Later Daters. Later Daters? Yeah, it is a dating sim set in an old folks' home. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like you, you pay for the download once and it's sort of like little episodes and the last few of them haven't been added in yet. Oh. But like the first three of them are available now and... Um, yeah, it, it's a really sweet, progressive little game. Um, you play as a character who can be... Um, you've got multiple titles and pronouns. You can be a non-binary character, or um, you can be male or female, trans or cis. Um, you've got multiple different um, profile images which aren't um, connected to your pronoun use, so you can sort of mix them up a bit if, if desired. Um and you play this character who basically has ended up in a nursing home because they had their their lovely house and they had their lovely life with their cat and um you've had a nasty fall and oh no damage the fall the fall uh you were lucky a, a a delivery driver uh knocked on the door and you shouted for help and they were able to get you know get you some help but the character talks about like 
hey, if that delivery driver hadn't come, I probably wouldn't have made it, which is a real bad situation. Yeah. And the, the doctor's like, you've got to move into our home. It's just kind of not safe for you. You've got vertigo. If you have another fall, it's going to be bad. Um, so you, you can set some things about your character before you move in, what their background is like. They may have a previous partner. I think mine was... Uh, married for 50 years to a, to a woman who uh, was like a, a biker woman who died five years previous and the character was a little bit, you know, having a bit of a mourn. They were a bit sad over it. Um, and what I really like about this, this game is that um, while you've obviously got these creator character aspects to yourself, um, the, the canon characters that live in this home as well as just like being very, each of them feeling very unique and having their own feel, uh, like specific feel to them, um, are very diverse in the way they're created. You've got, um, you've got non-cis characters, you've got characters of various sexualities, you've got, um, like a really lovely selection of, of characters. Um, and on top of that, you've got characters who, while being older characters, have they don't have the stereotypical interests and personalities you They're not might... all knitting. They're not all knitting. Like, you've got, um, you've got one person who, like, you know, tends the greenhouse there, but, you know, grows a little pot in the corner, some, some, <sighs> some weed in the corner. Um, yeah, and you have got, like, the, the sort of, uh, you know, classic knitting types, but you've also got, like, creates a, created a strip poker club and keeps getting in trouble guy, and, you know, you, you've got... You've got a lot of very nice archetypes. Um, I, I've been really impressed by like aspects of like how they handle the dating system. Uh, you can be polyamorous, and the game is like really open to that as an idea. It doesn't do the whole like we're gonna turn this into a sitcom. Oh, you gotta hide this from so and so. Oh, so and so's mad about this. Um, I got into a situation where I was like sort of pursuing like three characters that I thought were kind of interesting. And all three of them misunderstood things I'd said and turned up at my door at once thinking I'd invited them on a date to the movie night that was happening that night. And it's the, oh no, three people have turned up for date night. Oh, what are you going to do? I was just like, well, I like all of you. Can we all go on a date? And they were like, well, you know, I like you and I like you and I like you. Sure, we'll all go on a quadruple date. Yeah. We went on a quadruple date where I kissed two of them and everyone was aware of it and everyone had a nice time. Yeah, it was a. It was really nice to have like, such such an open attitude to, ah, fuck it. What have we got to lose? We all like each other. Let's all go on a date, and maybe hey. some of us will kiss. Yay! Um, on top of that, it, it's quite funny in places. It's it's got some really amusing writing, but um, it it back and forths quite strongly between like quite funny, light-hearted, sweet scenes and some very deep and kind of heavy sometimes conversations because it's set in an old folks home so you've got like you know there was there was a situation i had where like oh you've got to pick which social club you want to join in the in the nursing home and i didn't choose to go to the card club and someone who i'd not met yet died and it's like oh if, you, if you'd gone there you'd have met them but now you've got to we're gonna have a conversation about feeling a bit bad that you never got to meet someone and that you missed your chance and they're gone now or you know, there's conversations about, like, um, fear of death or a, a character struggling with how they're going to come out to their not very supportive uh, grandkids. And, you know, some really, like, important and well-handled conversations. 
interspersed mm. between, I'm going to go on a silly polyamorous date and it's going to be lovely. It's a really nice little game, this. Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be super long. Like it, Each of the like chapters has taken about an hour from what I've seen so far, so maybe a little over an hour. So I would guess like five to six hours to, to do a run of the full game. And mm. it's it's adorable, it's real charming, and it's real nice to play a game where you get to see LGBT characters live to an old age and be happy and be openly out and be in love and be happy. Hmm. There's not enough, like, getting to see, like, his trans and non-binary and gay people getting to be happy, sweet, open old people. Yeah. And, you know, it's nice to see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. What about you? Have you played anything else? That's it, really. Yeah. Any others? Ah, continue playing Animal Crossing, trying to get hybrid flowers, which is a lot. Sounds I'm, like a lot of work. Yeah, I'm... I'm I've got, like, a whole cross-hatched, like, trying to breed um, hybrid flowers garden, but I also have a specific garden just for trying to get blue roses. It's a whole thing. <laughs> blue roses? Are you sending the FBI in? <laughs> mm. uh, what's everything I've played this week? Well, then, time, time for this. So, Tenzalor, mm, yeah. we come to the Western Spine Arm of the Galaxy and... Uh... Hoping to abduct from humans. Yes, well, I had it on the list that Earth was going to be tonight. I, you know, yes. I, I hear that Earth's quite popular. You just, you know. Yeah, I mean, you did do all the recon work. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. So teeming um, with life, you say. Yeah, it's teeming with life. And from what I hear, if you go go there at night, they won't be able to see you because obviously it's night time. You mean they don't have like normal sensors for detecting oh, like, no, no, things no. at night? No, 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 no. Oh. So um, you go there at night, and you know it's dark. They can't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they'll just be milling around outside. You know, sometimes by themselves. You know, trying oh. to walk home, or you know. Uh, just out on an adventure in the dark, and then you just sort of stumble. You, you exactly, said in your ex- exactly. You know, I, I've done, I've done lots of recon. It's teeming with them. Just pick one up, and they'll never notice. Well, the thing is, we've been cruising around this planet now for about twenty-five bluznarks, and um, not seeing any human life. No, no. Like all the sensors seem to say that they're, mm, they might be in the buildings, which is. Not ideal did somebody, for us. Did you do anything to warn them that we were coming? No, no. I, I had the uh, the stealth sensors on. I, you know, I. Are you did... sure they can't see at night? I'm sure they can't see at night. Uh, well, yeah. I'm I'm very suspicious, and this will be reported to high command. I promise you. I promise you. They're not on to me. I'm I'm sorry. I've got that whole array of anal probes. Not a single one of them's going to get used. I know. You're. I'm as. They've dis- got an expiry date. I you know, know. I'm as disappointed as you are. Hoping to do some bad stuff. There we go. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> Are you missing having milestones to help give time meaning? Uh-huh. Why not celebrate some new holidays we've invented just for you? May the 20th, it's now Hang Out on Skype with Some Friends Day. Isn't most days now? I mean Zoom, but... Yeah. June 10th is It's Okay to Eat an Entire Tub of Ice Cream Alone Day. Again, that's... Most days... So, wait, are you saying it's not okay the rest of the days? Because I've been doing that a lot recently. June 28th is sit out on your front step enjoying some of the sunshine that you're not allowed to go further into. But I'm in a block of flats. There's no, there's no sunshine out there. Look forward to these and many more milestones to stop the time feeling quite so Jeremy Barramy. What if they taught the eye? So... <gasps> What have you put in your eyes? Uh, only really the things we've put in our eyes together this week. Yeah. Um, we finished watching Deep Space Nine. We did? Uh, so, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. 
fantastic series overall. I really enjoyed watching through it. I will say the final season, the end of it felt a bit rushed. The the end felt like die all these loose ends together. Like even in the like there was a whole storyline that could have just been dropped from the entire series. Yeah. And while some of the filler episodes would have needed different filler. Yeah. There wouldn't have been, hey, it's 20 minutes before the end. Isn't there something else that's going on? Because yeah, like, I feel like this is already that's, wrapped that's up. That's the main thing. Like, I don't feel too bad talking about, like, light spoilers, you know, considering how long ago that show, came, a show came out. There's this whole plot line for the whole show about the Par Raids, which are, like, the the evil version of the Bajoran gods. And they're built up like they're going to be, like, the final villain arc is we're going to have to deal with the Par Raids. It's literally 20 minutes at the end of... Someone's going to push someone in a hole. Someone's going to do a thing. Someone else is going to do a thing. Someone else has to push a person in a hole. Okay. Yeah. And it 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 felt like such a such a cuz here's the thing. The, the 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 other plot with like, you know, the big the big war with the Dominion. That felt like it had a fairly, you know, well thought out end. The parades felt so tacked on. Yeah. Like it, it they either needed to make that so much bigger. And the like, the main space battle stuff slightly smaller. Yeah. Or they needed to get rid of it entirely, or maybe just have like a two-part ending. One part is like, just the space war; the other part is. I just think it. I think it needed part. one more episode. Is I think that double episode on the Dominion War was great, mm-hmm. and then have the end of that be like, here's a tease for the Polar Raids. Omg! Omg! It's not over yet. One more episode. Let's spend forty minutes doing the Polar Raids thing. That would have given it some more room. It, it, yeah, it just felt like a bit of a damp script, we, really. We were having that discussion like twenty minutes before the end, going. Are they gonna get back? Are they gonna get back to the par raids? Oh no! Here it is. Oh, oh, oh! Because <laughs> they still had to do all of the and then they went home yeah, stuff. But like they'd they'd spent so long building up like the build up. They put so much time into. Yeah. Like I was really interested in the whole like Kai wins um motivations for sort of abandoning her her faith and like that was all really Reed, interesting. Self-aggrandizement. Yeah, like. She got a lot of like development that just kind of went nowhere. Yeah, it went down a hole, you could say. <laughs> uh, but it's been nice. It, it's it's been really nice to watch through our whole Star Trek together. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, bar like the the more recent stuff. Yeah. The like the considerably shorter stuff. I I don't think I've ever watched this end to end. This is the first seven seasons of a Star Trek you've watched. Yeah. Well, I. I very much enjoyed it. Deep Space Nine, I think, is a real good Star Trek. It was alright. Uh, it, it wasn't the best ending. I would still give that credit to either Next Gen or Voyager. Yeah. The the ending wasn't great, but the journey was wonderful. Yeah. I enjoyed the journey a lot. Yes, we watched characters that we didn't much like at the beginning grow and oh. become much more interesting Oh, uh, Nog in particular. In particular, Nog. Nog, Nog you, you went from being the person who I dreaded seeing in episodes to being like, Oh, heck, Nog's back. Yeah, I like Nog. Nog's Nog's all right. <laughs> he's the most together of the Ferengis. Yeah, he's. I mean, um, Rom Rom's lovely. Rom's lovely. He's not really super together. No. <laughs> uh, what about you? What have you watched this week? Uh, I watched some Voltron. Oh the Legend yeah. Of the Legend of Enders. Ah, uh, mm. a lot of boys in it, isn't there? There's a lot of boys. It's not. I, and that's fine. 
But I think I've got used to watching a lot of cartoons recently where there's like a much more even mix. I think I think you've been spoiled by having uh, having she uh, she uh, she in particular. But I mean, like, yeah. there's what two main female yeah, characters yeah. in the show. There are more over time, but yeah, okay. that's, that's a valid that's a valid complaint. <laughs> it's like, hmm, hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's just like my uh like the the Shira, the Yeah uh, the Stephen Universe. We've been spoiled with shows with good percentages of female characters so that when it swings back the other way it's like <laughs> What is this the Where's 90s? my Where's my girls? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um it's it's well animated, it's yeah. interesting, some of the voice cast has been nice to hear. Yeah. Um yeah. It's alright. I yeah. will probably watch some more of it if I ever get I, any free time. I I I feel like I got it the good way around by watching Voltron and then She-Ra. I feel like <laughs> watching She-Ra and then Voltron, you're gonna. Here's the thing that Dream, as much as I enjoyed Voltron, it had a lot of issues that I think largely DreamWorks heard feedback and improved upon with uh, with She-Ra. Okay. Um, you've watched the better one and are now going back to the <laughs> one that had the problems that they had to fix. Sure. Yes. You're you're watching. You're you're going to see. You're going to see narrative issues and go. Ah ah yeah. That's that's not a problem in Shira. I see. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else? Ah, uh, we watched another thing together. We did we started watching a thing together? We watched the first half of the Midnight Gospel that's on a Netflix. Conversation starter. Huh? Yeah. That's a that's a fucking thing. <laughs> so. The the concept of this show, like in in universe, is there's this person who borrowed a, mon- a bunch of money from his sister uh, that he cannot afford to pay back to get a universe, a multiple universe simulator, and his whole thing is he wants to make a podcast or a space video, cast. yeah, space cast, a video cast where he travels to alternate dimensions and just interviews people. Yes. Um, the actual like conceit of what the show is is it's segments from um a podcast an interview podcast that was done um using like these sort of podcast interview discussions as a framework to build like this sort of fantastical trippy narrative around mm. um it's a really interesting show i feel like there's a lot Happening that I'm gonna need a rewatch to take in. Yeah, because we I think we both talked about this on either the, the first or second episode. It was like I was I, I was getting very distracted by the visuals. I caught a lot of what was being said, but sometimes there would just be something so striking visually, just be like, oh, hang on, sorry, I've See, completely lost the I thread was, of this conversation. I was the opposite way around, which was I was hyper focused on the conversation and was missing some of the fantastical visual stuff happening. It's it's a lot of like deep spiritual conversations like lots of musings about life and topics um what sort of stuff has it touched on so far we've had conversations about like mindfulness and spirituality uh, and the nature of existence yeah, um, um drug use love um, death um forgiveness mm-hmm. was a big one um magic as a framework for understanding the world um, understanding self. Uh, so I wrote uh, life, death, spirituality, the nature of existence, forgiveness, love, understanding, and the self. Yeah, it's well. That's what the words are about. There's yeah. been stuff in in the visuals that have been very seemingly about things like the meat industry. Yeah, like um, and here's the thing: is that largely in these first four episodes, um, 
the visual uh, the visual stuff has been loosely themed to like the the emotive themes of what's being discussed so like um the the episode where it's this whole big conversation about like learning to practice forgiveness and attentive listening and things um is telling this story of this woman um going on what initially seems like a revenge quest that ends up being fighting people with with love and forgiveness and like it's but also a revenge quest yeah it's 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 a lot of like striking visual similes to sort of hit home i feel like the visuals set the emotional tone for what the conversation is about even when there's a demon in your butt even then when there's a demon in your butt oh my god the butt demon was terrifying (laughs) fucking scary (laughs) finding a butt you don't like (laughs) not this one oh no (laughs) but like i really like the the overall concept going on yeah that's great um i have heard that like the latter half of this uh, deals more with the meta narrative outside of the the interviews, um, and apparently the, the the latter half of the season is the better half of the season. I've been okay. told. Um, like what one thing that I did catch on Twitter that like I I kind of would agree with is the first half of the season. Sometimes the the introduction of some of these interviews feels a little like you've just jumped into the middle of a conversation. Um, there's a there's a couple of times where the conversations have felt a little like, like jumping around a little bit, mm. and like you're not getting the full conversation um, because you're probably not. I guess. No, because obviously it's it's chunks of audio from a much longer interview. Um, um, and that that is the thing I was noticing at the time, and apparently that gets less of an issue as this yeah. goes on. So I'm intrigued about yeah. that, but yeah, so far it's it's led to us having to pause episodes at the end and go. So let's have a chat about so, yeah, that. Yeah, let's, let's have a chat about that. Yeah, let's decompress on that. It's yeah. um, it's it can be quite heavy going, but in a good way. Yeah, it's it's the kind of conversations that happen middle of the night when you're inebriated and and you know considering considering life in all its complexities. You're philosophizing at three yeah. a.m. Doing a bit of a three a.m. I've I've had a thought. I've had a, I've had a, a deep. And I've, I've had a thought. deep and spiritual thought, and I need to get it out of me before it floats away, mm-hmm. like a lava lamp. Yeah, it it definitely has that feel of um, having what feels like a deep insight that that very quickly your brain's gone somewhere else, and it's that sort of you know n- not holding on to any one thing too tight and letting the letting it all just sort of go. Yeah, and also I'm curious about Clancy's collection of shoes. Yes, he collects shoes every time he goes in another world. I'm guessing because he's walking a mile in someone else's shoes. That makes sense. But yeah. also Clancy's dad? Who's uh, uh, Daniel's dad? Yes, What's yes. What's going on there? What's going on there? Also the musical numbers. Yes. Yeah, I very much enjoyed the the abstract musical numbers. Yeah, it, it very much... I mean, obviously it's Pendleton Ward, so it, it, yeah. there, there's a lot about it that reminds me of um, like the pilot episode of Adventure Time. Yes. The sort of stuff that they were like, now, Pen, we're going we're gonna to have to dial back on the weird non-sequitur stuff. Yes. Because like, there's a whole point in that first episode where it's uh, a song from the perspective of zombies that are actually quite happy with... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. whole a whole aspect to that first episode about like not forcing your perspectives on other people. Yeah, because everyone's like zombies bad, but w- what if zombies actually all right? Really? Yeah, just doing their own thing. Yeah, it's 
it's fascinating and I can't wait to watch more dot 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 when I have a an evening that I have some free time to focus on it. Mm-hmm. It's not a let's wedge one in before dinner kind of thing. Um, I mean, if you've got 20 minutes and you're going to actually focus on it and have the conversation over dinner, but not like... Uh, I'm just going to half-ass this while I, I cook things in the background. Yes, it's. I need to be sat giving it my undivided attention yes. for a bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes double your undivided attention. Yes, I, I could definitely see us finishing this and then looping right back yeah. to episode one, because I, I feel like both of us are like, I could have got more out of that one. <laughs> I know there's more in there I could get. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I might have to just sort of listen, uh, listen to the episodes rather than watching them. Just yeah. close my eyes and go. I here's the thing. Once we've watched through it again, I'm I'm half tempted to track down the the full interviews those came from because they seem like really interesting conversations. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Have you watched anything else? That's it, really. Well then, time for this. Yeah. No, no, we got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you have a lot of time on your hands right now? Uh, like many people, yes, of course. Do you want to learn a new skill? I, I don't have enough skills in my repertoire. What? Tell me more. How about trying Medium-y? Oh, Medium-y. Yeah, a, a person who may or may not know how to teach the thing that they're good at tries to teach you all the stuff and how they do that. Uh, okay, so they, they, these are people that know how to do a thing. Oh yeah, like, uh, there's, like, amazing music producers that make music that you genuinely love. Yeah, and they'll, you know, they'll know how to teach me step by step, you know, how to actually do the thing myself. Uh, I mean, they are very good at what they do. Uh, I mean, they can, they make really good music. Is this, gonna, are... is this gonna be one of these things where, they're like, they, they're like, this step, I just kind of fiddle around until it sounds right, you know? Ooh. That kind of thing. Ooh, feeling very cold out there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I thought it might be. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, head on over to, to mediumme.lol.net and, and you could get 25, sorry, 75% oh, of, of any course this week. Um, yeah, so you could learn uh, how to make drum and bass by like some of the biggest names in drum and bass. They will waffle on about exactly how many things they've done wrong <laughs> in, 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 in the making of the music. And then they will spend 40 minutes trying to pick out a snare sample. Oh, wow. That sounds very specific. But once they've treated it through like a lot of different things that they advise you that you probably shouldn't do because it's not good practice, <laughs> they will they they will have a, a, a they will have probably changed their mind on which snare they wanted and started in, again entirely. But they'll also they will in the meantime have come up with a really good baseline that might be used as a project maybe or just a riser noise. Just they, there's a whole bit where they start making a sample pack. Just like, hey, like we, you, you, all these noises are great. You could put those together as a sample pack, but without actually having taught you how to make drum and bass. So there's me to me. Head on over there. End of the code. Uh, seventy five percent off. It's uh, Q and PS one one six one one five one 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 five. Yep, probably. Yep, that's it. Uh, and yeah, get seventy five percent off your first, second, and indeed third lesson. As long as you buy them all this week. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Actor Softworks. Hi. Hi. 
Hi, how's uh, how's uh, the, uh, the the meetings, the the business going? Business, business. I mean, money, business, 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 business. money, money, good. Yeah. Figures way up. Oh, oh, the numbers increasing. Yeah, I mean, we like the numbers, right? We do, we and, do. Uh, I like when they go up. And I, I've had a lot of fun. Not only are we torturing the staff, but uh, you know how, like, usually we release all our games and they go to the shops and they take yeah, the cotton yeah, things. Yeah. And well, because of, like, the lockdown, we've just been selling everything straight to them and you would not believe how much extra money we're making. Oh my goodness, it's almost like we didn't need them. It's almost like we didn't need them, and uh, it's it's funny, because now they are running around like little scared vole creatures, desperately trying to get their shops reopened, bribing officials, I mean, it's the kind of thing we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think they've learned pretty well. But uh, yeah, I, the uh, numbers are in. On the big new uh, game, all the fans <laughs> wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love a bait and switch. <laughs> I I love it so much. I they pestered us for decades <laughs> to bring this damn thing, and I was like, I hate this fucking game. You hate this fucking game, but they will not shut up about this fucking game. And we we teased them. We said, Hey, we you know if you buy this and show money for this, we'll. We'll think about making the thing you want. And they, yeah. they they bought those things. Those things were garbage. But And some of them even like, got super invested in and said garbage. But uh, finally we released the first part of, yeah. of the game. And uh, they're not happy. No. No. I mean, because I, I got the R&D guys. Changed it. Changed it all. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've, been, I've been working on that plan here. Because you, know, yeah. you know they're... Some of them aren't so happy about how we changed the thing, and it's yeah, not going to be yeah. quite what they thought it was. So I've got a plan. I've got right, a plan. Right, right, We We make the thing that is not quite the thing they thought it was, and we make the other parts, and, you yeah. know, they'll buy it because it's got the name of the thing they like on it. Yeah, They bought, they bought the fucking mobile game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So from there, we leave it about five years. Right. And then we make the thing that we made them think we were going to sell them in the first place. Right. We give them that after this. Right. We, we we get them to buy this and then go, Ha! The real psych. We're actually making the thing we originally seemed like we were making. Meanwhile, that is the whole... It's actually a sequel to the cardiovascular empire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people love those fucking games, but they yeah. are ridiculously named. Oh, I know, I know. So many, like, uh, fractions in the names. Yeah, I mean, you gotta love a fraction, right? So actually, what we're doing is... That's going to spin off into, like, uh, cardiovascular empire last imagining... Down the dream pipe 3.2. 0. 0.612, 11 slash. And then just we'll do, like, like a whole series of equations. <laughs> like, that takes up the entire front of the box. But between all, some of the numbers, we'll make, uh, like, uh, one of those figures that they, like, just pop up on the box. Oh, shit, it's that guy from the thing. You are fucking genius. I know. So, oh, what have you listened to? Well, on our weekly update of this particular segment, I'm up to date on the Magnus Archives Ooh. now. I got the whole way through it. Like 160 plus episodes in a few weeks. Um, my God, that show. Right. Mm, that is a... That is a... <laughs> 
that is a brave and ambitious narrative, that. Mm-hmm. Um, without spoiling too much, I'm going to keep real light on this. This is a fantastic... Okay. As a fiction podcast about horror, it starts off as this fantastic, like, seemingly unconnected stories, like, serialised horror. The meta-narrative builds up and, like, oh my god, that escalation over those four, uh, first four seasons. Season four's finale. Whew. Oh, all I, all I could do for a while afterwards was just go... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I deliberately got you to sit and watch, uh, listen to it with me. Yeah, and I was you... like, just, just leaning in, just looking at you, just like, it's about to happen. The I... thing's about to happen. So Are you I'd, ready for the thing? I'd been primed that <laughs> the season four finale was going to be a lot. a lot to you. I thought I had anticipated, like, my big idea of, like, ah, this is, it's gonna get that bad. It's gonna be real fucking bad. It got think, considerably worse. Yeah, I thought I had imagined, like, you know, worst case scenario, they'd maybe do this. They, like, ten or more times exceeded what I had anticipated. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Season five, first few episodes of that. Ooh. I'm I'm very much enjoying the change of structure of how yes. what what they've decided to do narrative flow wise with the final season. Mm-hmm. My goodness, season five has been a lot to listen to in, in all this. Of this, uh, particularly the most recent episode about uh, a, a dis- village, about a village and a disease that is spreading and. Uh, Themes such as you know fear of the outsider and nationalism. Yep, uh, the scariest part of the disease is the people who don't have symptoms. You know, there's there's a lot of themes to unpack in that most recent one. Mm. Ev- everyone wearing their face masks. Everyone wearing their face masks. Yeah. No one ever touching. No one ever touching. You know what yeah. they needed? They needed social distancing. They needed. They just did not do that. Uh, it. That episode was. A thing. Yeah, because I caught that the day it came out, and I was like, uh, I, w- I was out for my daily walk, and it was a sort of bright, sunny day with the birdies tweeting. Yeah, very much like the way that episode starts. Of it's like it's bright and sunny, and everyone's <laughs> it's beautiful. And it's a be- always dappled with beautiful uh, sepia sunshine. And I was just like, that 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 is how it is. And then the episode goes on. I was like, okay. <laughs> And I love that, like, the beginning of this series and, like, a couple of episodes since, they, they've started with a, hey, everybody, so we wrote this a while ago. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna seem like we're writing about the current state of the world, but we wrote this quite a while ago, and we're very sorry that it's gonna feel quite, um... We understand if you don't... Yes. They've always had content warnings on their, um, like, episode descriptions. Yes. But they've this season been like, hey, we highly recommend you read the, the... We highly recommend, even if you don't normally, please read the content warnings before you listen. Just, just in case it's too much for you. Just in case it's too much, because this is going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. And yeah. It is, in fact, a lot. Oh, it's fantastic, though. I've it, It's the most I've wanted to recommend any piece of media in a while. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely loving it. I think they did a great job. I'm very, very, very impressed. Yeah. What about you? What have you been listening to? Uh, mostly just catching up stuff, really. Um, 
So I, st I, uh, I sort of caught up with uh, Question Box, which is now on hiatus. So they finished season one. Uh, up to date with pod position because I'd fallen a little bit behind on that. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, caught up with my brother, my brother and me. I need like, to catch up on that. I was a few episodes that. behind on that. This is the thing, like, Magnus Archives completely consumed me for, oh, like, yeah. three weeks. Honestly, this has been my media life for the last few days, has been catch up on all the stuff that I wasn't keeping up with because I was Magnus Archiving. Mm -hmm. But still, it's worth going back to the next stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, when I've caught up on the rest of my media backlog, perhaps I will. But mm -hmm. uh... <laughs> uh, The only other thing I've really listened to is Stella Firma. Yes, which is another, another Rusty, Rusty Quill <laughs> podcast. The people that make the Magnus archives. Yes, it's... Um... It's uh, the the voice actor uh, Ben Meredith, of, yeah, and, and I believe his brother. Uh, yes, I believe so. And and they do what sounds very much like um, like improvised stuff. Yeah. About what it is to be a drunken, lazy planet designer and his clone assistant, who is constantly being threatened with recycling. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I caught some bits of that that you were listening to. It sounds really fun, very high energy. Yes. And I, 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 that's another one that started off very much a, hey, this week, and I get the impression I get the, uh, the suggestions from Twitter. Yes. So it's like, this week we're going to design this planet. Okay, what do we need for this? Okay, we need a, a trough and boiling water and... <laughs> And and like a, a long, very very uh, very dangerous slide. <laughs> like okay, uh, uh, it, but sort of as that series has gone, on, I think like seven episodes in now, it's got to things like hey, there are things outside the world and or, or outside yeah. of the the office that this takes place. Once in. again, it's here's some silly one by one stories. Oop, now some meta narrative is starting to creep in. Yeah, I can't tell how big that Mercedes is going to get. There was there was one about um, like having just like a uh, a performance review. Mm. My my understanding is that Rusty Quill as a podcast network are very big on if you're doing fiction, there needs to be a meta narrative. Um, yes, I believe so because I I remember listening to the um like the Q and A's about yes. Magnus Archives. It, and it was very much Alexander was like yeah. it must have a meta narrative. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I'm enjoying that so far. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, the only other thing I listened to was yeah. uh, there's a new bit of Gerard Way music that got put up that has no uh, has no lyrics, but very enjoyable uh, piece of music he stuck up on SoundCloud. He's a busy bunny. He is a busy bunny while he's stuck it. Well, some of these are older tracks that he's just putting out while the quarantine's happened. He's yeah, like, sure. hey, everyone's strapped. Here's the thing to keep you entertained. Mm. Um, uh, an instrumental, it's like two minutes long, called P.S. Earth. Um... And I, it's a really nice little piece of rock music that um, I ended up sitting and writing some lyrics for to myself because I needed to do something creative that wasn't uh, reviewing. That's and I don't know if they'll ever see the world, but I had fun listening to a piece of instrumental music I enjoyed and going, oh, I'm going to write some words to this. Yay! 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 Uh, I think that's everything I've listened to this week. Well then, time for this. Time for this! <laughs> Yeah, got me own, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Must say I'm uh, starting to run run a bit low at this yeah, point. It's a little tough to get sorted, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're all recommending we don't at this time, which is uh, unfortunate. 
Yeah, not going to stop me. Did you know? Did I know? That uh, this coronavirus thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. been kept inside, locked down, except for essential workers, right? Yeah, yeah. And they are all being filled with fears, yeah? Yeah. People are afraid of, like, catching this thing that they might have for a really long time, not even know it. Yeah. They're afraid of their loved ones. They're afraid of anyone who's been out of the house and maybe didn't only wash their hands for 19 seconds. Oh, didn't do the whole Mavim Bam intro. They didn't do the whole Mavim Bam intro, right? And you've got, to, you've got to do it at the right pace as well. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's great to just, you know... Finish washing your hands, throw your hands up in the air, and be like, "What's up, you cool babies?" <laughs> but I've been thinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this misery. Mm. I reckon a shadowy cabal of billionaires have found a way, right? Like, they're in lockdown too. they found a way of siphoning human misery off. Off of, like, you know, all the people. Like, all the poor people. You know? Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. Like, whether it be, like, being forced to still go out to work or losing their jobs and not knowing how things are going to go or the risk to health or all the other stuff, right? Or just the general misery of being stuck at home. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's not capitalism, though, right? I was going to say, isn't that capitalism? No, no, no. It's much, much worse. Like, this is, like, the direct approach, yeah? This is like uh, releasing whole movies on Netflix without going to cinemas. That's what this is. Yeah, that's capitalism. No, it's it's worse than that. Like they're literally sucking the misery out of people. That is literally capitalism. You might have a point there. Do you have a bunch of mundane tasks to do? Yeah! Can't summon the energy to do them. It's really hard right now. Try personal autopilot. How does it work? Just switch on your personal autopilot, TM, and you'll get to work. Your body will just go about the day doing things for you. You don't have to worry. You'll get on with all the tasks you've said it. Doing the washing, doing the ironing, hoovering, cleaning the house, going shopping. You can just sit and have a nice think, or maybe a nap. Catch up on some podcasts. It's like depression, but more productive. Personal autopilot. It's like depression, but more productive. Question time, self questions. What's the questions? Uh, Dungeon Kitty asks, what's your favourite flower? Oh. Oh, tough question. Um, daisies. I, uh, I like lavender, the plant. I don't know if that's a flower. I, I, I like lavender. I like daffodils. <gasps> Daffodilies. Yeah. Right. I like daisies. They're so happy and they're so oh, free. Oh, sorry. Dandelions. Da- dandelions. Dandelions is the obvious answer. Oh. I love dandelions. Again, a- another free plant. Indeed. Dandelions are adorable. All over the place. Yes. Confused. They're magical. They, bl- they blow in my hair. They're, they're cool. 
they're a plant that do magic. They do. They do <laughs> the big floaties, the very yeah. visible, the high high velocity floaties. <laughs> uh, Tricky asks, how many boats slash ships have you been on? Oh, uh, too many to count. How many? Well, when you say ships, do you mean like water ships, not like... I, I don't know why I assume that meant slash ships. Yes, yeah. uh, boat slash ships. Um, I, I don't know. Probably, probably at least a dozen, if not more. Does a canoe count? Probably. Uh, six or seven, I guess. Yeah. Like I used to when I was little. My nan used to take me from um, uh, Kingston to Hampton Court and back again on 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 the on the boats up yeah. that way. Just for a thing to do. We'd sometimes yeah. wander around the hedge maze when it was still free. <gasps> um, yeah. I used to really enjoy pedal boats. Yeah, little pedal boats down the river. It's a nice thing. Pedal, pedal, pedal. It's like bicycle, but for water. It's water bicycle. Water bicycle. <laughs> oh, water bicycle. <laughs> Uh, Sapphire Sunset asks, "What is the threshold between acquaintance and friend, IRL and on the net?" Hmm. Hmm. The first answer that came to mind was, "If you ask me how I'm doing, if I if I give you a generic, eh, fine, and don't don't actually tell you anything, probably acquaintance. If I actually tell you, ah, eh, you know, I I would tell you if I wasn't having a good day. That's that's friend, I think. Mm. Uh, I think for me, it's the difference between sort of someone." you would recognise someone you might yes. even say hi to, but someone you don't necessarily really know anything about. Yeah, I, f I feel like part of it is maybe the difference between if I saw you, I would have a friendly good time with you, but mm. I would never think to invite you to my home myself. Or well, like, I would never think... People, I, I would never think to organise seeing you. Well, I suppose that. But then at the same time, there are certain acquaintances that I wouldn't be like, if someone was like, hey, uh, we're having this thing, and this person, and this person, and this person will be here, and it was like friend, friend, acquaintance. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to stop me. No, I'm, I'm not saying it would stop me, but like, yeah. No, no, but there are, there are some yeah. people who are just like, oh, yeah, not so much. Too many strangers. <laughs> uh, queer or pleasant, you can say. <laughs> uh, Becky too. Hi, Becky. Hi, Becky. <laughs> If humans photosynthesized, what would be the effect on capitalism? I mean, capitalism would crumble pretty quickly, I think. I'd like to hope so. Yeah. If I could just survive without needing to pay rent by just lying in the sun in a field, mm -hmm. that'd be great. Yeah. Oh. I don't think I'd live in a house. I mean, probably not. I'd go and wander and do things. Yeah. <laughs> and help overthrow capitalism. <laughs> With my shiny leaves. <laughs> uh, Tricky asks, what's the most impressive thing you've done while also multitasking something else? Ooh. Hmm. I don't think I've got a good answer to this because I don't multitask, no, really. Same. I... I have a brain that likes to put 100% of its tendrils clamped into one thing and go, this is what I'm doing, and not focus on anything else until that's done and I unclamp then. Sometimes if I'm really depressed, I will put on too many things so that I've got, like, like I can just shut noise up by sheer force yes. of will. I think that's the thing. is For me, multitasking is never impressive. It's 
my brain is craving sensory input and I just need to bombard my brain for a bit. I need the brain equivalent of a weighted blanket. <laughs> yes, like sometimes I need the audio-visual equivalent of just weigh me down with sound and things to see. Um, in terms of like impressive, not really, because if I'm doing a, if I'm trying to do a, a like a creaty thing or a, a thing that would be impressive, everything I have gets locked into focusing on it. I completed Final Fantasy VII while watching Blackadder seasons two and three on repeat and listening to the Tank Girl soundtrack. I mean, well done you. I, I, that's about as close as it gets, yeah. but it, it was a lot. Yeah. It, was, it was a dark oh. time for the rebellion. Okay, okay, maybe this. Um, I I ran both a lighting desk and a sound desk at the same time for a pantomime. There we go. Uh, having to flip between two scripts and move the pages and like look wow. out for two sets of uh, highlighted, uh, do this, do this notes. That seems like a lot of work. Don't it, they usually have two people for that? They do, and one of the people was unavailable at short notice, and I was given their book of annotated notes and told. You gotta run both desks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. There you go. That's the one time I multitasked a That's thing. That's damn impressive. Yeah. Uh, Future Fishy asks, uh, what's your favourite Animal Crossing fruit to have as a native fruit? Ah, oh, peaches. They they look kind of like butts. Butts, 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 butts. Have they taught you anything? Uh, they have you learnt the teachers of peaches? I have not learnt the teachers of peaches. <laughs> uh, Callum Turner. Hi, Callum. Uh, is there a piece of hardware or software that you really want, primarily for creative purposes, uh, but it doesn't have to be? Uh, you cannot justify the cost of. Oh, oh! I can think of a lot. Is that right hardware now. or software? Did hardware they say? or software? Oh, oh. Hmm. You you answer first if you've got answers. I I, on I there. mean I've got a few. Like I would like the I think it's the signature edition of FL Studio, which has got like yeah. fucking everything with it. It's like. I think it's like 500 quid. Oh, actually, I know what the thing is. Um, and I've been eyeing these up for so long. Um, so for when I do events and I have to do capture software, mm-hmm. one of my big paranoias is, is this capturing right? Is it getting the footage? Is it all looking right? Have, like, So that I don't like press record on a piece of ca- like my little uh, external capture. capture thing and then get home and be like, um, I didn't notice happened. that HDCP was on and I have no footage. Um, there are capture cards you can get that record to um, to SSD and have a screen built into them. Uh, so you can see a live preview of what's recording um, in real time. And oh my goodness, like I keep eyeing them up and they're too expensive to justify. But I'm like, that's that's the piece of kit that I wish I could I, mm. I could justify. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I've, I've looked them up many a time. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I looked at them somewhat recently because I had book money come in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, I could afford it, but should I? Yeah, I suppose it's a difficult one. When, yeah. Especially when you've got, like, almost that equipment already. Yeah. See, here's, here's the thing. 100%. I probably would have done it, dot, 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 if I hadn't received money that I could afford to do it during the lockdown where it's like... I'm probably not going to be in person attending any video game uh, review or preview events. Who knows? The cost might go down by the time yeah, we get to but one. I'm not going to be doing any of that in 2021, uh, 2020, probably not till 2021. I can't really justify it at this time. Yeah. Plus, you know, no, but by the time you can afford it, like, or you, you do think yeah. it's worth it, it could be cheaper or better Indeed. technology. Yeah, but I keep, it's the thing I keep looking at going, yeah, but... But the thing... <laughs> 
I can imagine. <laughs> um, the other ones, um, like I think whatever the latest version of Moho Studio is, which is yeah. uh, an animation software, there are free ones out there. Many years ago, I had um, whatever it was called before. I think I think Anime Studio, hmm. and it's like this is really cool. I like all the, the like the the bone system in this, and like yeah. the quality of the tweening, and the fact that you can do all sorts of stuff. The new version has like much better um, like pre-built in stuff for like lip syncing. Mm. It's like so if you do all the switch layers for the mouths, you can pretty much make it do the thing. It's like oh. <sighs> I would love that as a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, I'd, I, w- I would like to do more animation stuff. I don't have a lot of time, but like, I really like doing animations and have enjoyed do- using that before. But again, I think the software for that, like the, I think like an official copies, like 600 quid. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's good software, but it's very expensive for yeah. that stuff. Hardware, um... Like a proper desktop. I haven't had a working desktop in about three years. Yeah. And it would be nice to go, I have a thing that's got like more than eight gig of RAM so that I can like run big stuff without it crashing. Yes. And, and stream it. Woo. Yeah. It's. I I would at some point like to upgrade my tower because like five years on it's, it's uh, starting to struggle a bit. God, it feels weird to think I've had that since uh, Podquisition first started. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 done its job well, but it's it's showing its age. It's showing its dust too. <laughs> yes, I, I I I I dust it every every so often, but yeah, that's always the way with big computers. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I was asking questions. <laughs> We're just musing about technology. We yeah. want. <laughs> I like technology. Technology is uh, good. Uh, Lee Smith asks, "How many dragons is too many dragons?" Asking for a friend. Um. No amount is too many if one of the dragons hoards dragons. <sighs> what if you're the dragon that hoards dragons? I'm... What if the friend they're asking for is a dragon who hoards dragons? Yeah, I think I think that if you have the space, there is no too many dragons. Yeah, I think it's I think having dragons or pets or like a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. it's how much how 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 well can you give yes. enough attention? To all of your dragons. There is no correct answer. It is how much of you is there to go around to properly care for all of the insert blank that you have in your care. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Compared polyamory to hoarding dragons. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, CR uh, CR Serenity 2132 asks, just how pleasant... Are said queer and pleasant strangers? Oh, very pleasant. You're lovely. You're lovely. Going, you're absolutely and all the lovely. listeners. They're lovely too. You're, you're lovely they too. They are lovely. They are lovely. They're very they? lovely. We yeah. very much appreciate them all. Yeah, they're all, yeah. They're all lovely. Oh. They're all very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've said previously on this show, you don't have to be queer as long as you're a pleasant stranger. Indeed. Uh, and Blackstone asks What would you do differently if you had opposable thumb feet? I mean, like, I would swing from things more, definitely. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. Um, it would make it much easier to grab the remote off of the uh, the table if we were lying down on the sofa. Be able to just, like... Uh-huh. just. Yeah. I mean, I can probably already do that now. I'm quite good with my feet. Yeah. But having an opposable thumb, well, that would be very good indeed. Oh, wouldn't it just... Um, uh, 
Now that's the good answers, I think. Swing from things. Swing yeah. from things. Swing from things. Uh, Lucy asks, what movie do you think would be a fun video game? Ooh. I would love to play a Pacific Rim video game where two people have to control the same robot uh, using two controllers. Like, working on the, the movie's whole mechanic of two people have to be in sync to do the thing right. I feel like you could have a really cool two people control one giant robot game. See, I, I had a thought, but since you've mentioned that, I can only think of the movie Robot Jocks. <laughs> and, and and that it would be cool to, like, hey, build and design and develop the ultimate fighting robot. Just for, like, sport on television. <laughs> Forget that bipedal robots is a ridiculous idea that in, in reality isn't just isn't going to work. Yeah. Let's build them and make them fight. Just so people can watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, my original thought was, um, you know, it was was quite a good film that would make like a really good, like atmospheric kind of horror video game. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about like Silent Hill? I I knew you were going <laughs> to say Silent Hill. After we had the conversation about the the fog outside earlier, I was like, you could fucking say Silent Hill. I love you. I love you too. I don't want the fuck yous to be construed as anything other than no. I fucking love you. I fucking love you too. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Kanami. Sort that shit out. Kitty asks, have you ever seen a driftwood fire? A what? A driftwood fire. Oh, uh, what? Driftwood yes. satellite? Yes. Don't think so. I believe so. Pretty sure we set some drift with a light in my teen years. I mean, probably. You live near a beach. Indeed, we, we hosted underage drinking <gasps> parties with bonfires on a beach. We probably threw some driftwood on a on a fire. <gasps> I know. I was I was an, I was one of them naughty rebel teens. I mean we didn't have we didn't start fires. We were we we were down the park like good children drinking <laughs> till three AM. <laughs> Oh, you went home at 3am. We were still there at 6am. No, well, we didn't go back to my home. We went to somebody else's home. Uh, we None of us went to anyone's homes because we'd all pretended we were at each other's homes. So oh, we so couldn't come home. We, we went back to the, the home of the school alcoholic. Uh, and she was like, and her parents were like, oh, you in? Give us a fag. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we all trample up to her room and smoke some of the most just <laughs> god-awful joints ever rolled. <gasps> and 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 then, and then you know maybe about sort of seven in the morning I think about heading off drunkenly off home, <laughs> and I'd get in just as my dad was leaving for work. So yeah, driftwood fires, but not a driftwood fire. No, I missed probably that. me for driftwood fires. <laughs> that is all the questions. <laughs> well then, time for this. Time for this. Do you want to know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Larry. How you doing? Oh, not too bad, mate. Not too bad, are you? Oh, you know, getting by, getting by. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. I've, I've been struggling a little bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, I, I, I did the thing that I've been dreading doing. I looked at my calendar for the rest of the year and uh, had a bit of a, a bit of a struggle because... Uh, a lot of the things I was excited about have sort of slipped out of the year. Yeah. There's, yeah. That, there's that concert I was excited to go to. That's in. That's not till summer next year now. Well, at least they are keeping it on. You know, yeah. I'll be very concerned otherwise. Well, well, I mean, we'll see what state the world's in by then. 
But uh, yeah, but like that, you know, uh, a couple of times I was uh, meant to spend a weekend with some friends this year have been cancelled, and you know, just been having a lot of like the the, the milestones the of milestones, my year yeah, starting yeah. to slip away. Oh mate, yeah, it's, it's been a bit bit of a thing. Yeah, you know? it's been a lot, and uh, it's uh, it's very difficult to sort of keep track of things at this point, you know. Yeah, I, I was thinking recently about the, the sort of like the the amount of time that seems to have slipped by. Yeah, it's simultaneously the days feel longer, but the months are feeling shorter. Yeah, like I can't believe that it's already been like nearly six weeks that we've been. Uh, I know. I I thought about it the other day in the sense of like the amount of time this has been going on is about the length of what would have been a school summer holiday, and those two periods of time don't feel like they match up. Goodness, I didn't know about it like that. Yeah, when you put it like that, it's quite terrifying. It's huh? quite a lot, yeah. Yeah, but like. <sighs> I feel a bit, I've been feeling a bit bad because, like, you know, it's it, it, these, you know, these a lot of these milestones are, you know, not fatal things. I can live without them, but um, you know, I've been feeling really down about it. I've been beating myself up a little bit, going like, you know, yeah, none of these are important per se, you know, the, or, or vital. Why do I feel so, you know, sad about moving? Well, I think you know it's very important to have things to look forward to, and yeah. when when those plans are changed. Not even at last minute, but like, you know, especially as they are at the moment, as you say, they're, qu- they're quite nebulous. Yeah, yeah. Although some things have been given like, hey, we'll be back and we'll be doing it this day, but next yeah. year. Like, there is still a certain uncertainty of, you know, is, yeah. is that still the case? Or, yeah. you know, could this be shuffled again, you know? And, and it's it, it's difficult to have things to look forward to. Yeah, particularly if you're someone who, you know, mental health is not always great. Who yeah. You know, I know for myself, a big part of how I get through life is I focus on like what's the next milestone that I, I can be excited about. It gives me, yeah. uh, you know, things to work towards. It gives me a framework. I, I thrive off structure and uh, you know knowing what's coming and yeah. the goalposts through my year. I'm I'm not so much a you know a, a look into the future kind of person again because I I was you know someone who, who struggled with depression a lot. Yeah. In my younger life, you know, still it's still there, but it's it's a bit more managed these days. But there was a, a long period of time when there was never anything to look forward to. Yeah, and you know, I'd sort of got myself a bit more comfortable these days, where it's like, you know what, I can go. I'm going to do a thing involving other people. I can manage that. I will look forward to that. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, can't organise anything like that. Can't can't do anything else. Well, and 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 also, you know, it, it, it's it's. Being locked down can feel like oh I've got all this leisure time, but you can't do any of the leisure stuff. Like yeah. I, I am a uh, an avid walker. I yeah. like to go like well that's just out for, yeah. out for a walk, enjoy the that's, countryside. That's it. But you can do you know you can do a walk of like you know forty minutes around your house or something, but yeah. you can't like there's a nice big field that I like. I want to go walk around that, or I want to walk up that hill. You know? Yeah, oh you know if I want to go down you know down the down like the the ponds yeah. or. You know, if I want to go up the common, you know, both places well, that I'll be a bit, bit more worried about going to. It's it's not even the things that have specific dates that are being, you know, it's gotten to the point where I'm looking at like, you know, normally I'd like you, I'd go, I'm quite looking forward to the summer happening and enjoying time in a field. It's like, yeah, it's it's even the nebulous, not tied to a specific date things feel like they might be going from grasp yeah like these are the sort of this is the time of year when I I am more able to spend time with people yeah and that is all being taken away and as someone who is who struggles to socialise anyway having the the times when 
I know I can generally manage that. I think ah, taking time away from that will probably make it more difficult. Yeah, it took me a long back. time to sort of get into that headspace. Of, I can manage a group event. That's the thing. It's 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 going to be rough, and like it's easy to hand wave away as like, oh, it's just it's just a little social event here and a thing there. But it's like, I think it's okay to be struggling with that because you know having structure and a way that you go through life taken away mm. even if just temporarily is you know it's a lot yeah yeah oh. Oh. Work, mate. yeah definitely Oh, good up, mate. Good up, good up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I think I'll pop the kettle on. Yeah, have that cup of tea. Nice, nice. So, Laura. Oh, me? Where can we find you on the internet, darling? Laura K. Buzz in all the places. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Um, LauraKBuzz.com. You'll find links to everything I publish, be it written articles, freelance features, podcasts and videos. Uh, I've got some books. Uncomfortable Labels is about being gay and trans and on the autism spectrum, and it's available where books are sold or as an audiobook on laurakbuzzstore.com. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is uh, a little bit delayed, unfortunately, because of the coronavirus, but will be out on February 4th, 2021. It is a silly and serious uh, coffee table book of video game character butt reviews with a bunch of high-quality illustrations. And I've got some other books in the works. Um, If you are a a non-cisgender person, if you are trans or intersex or non-binary or agender and... Gender fluid. uh, Gender fluid or any other variety of non-cis, anything under that umbrella, and you have a story you would like to be paid to write about um, on the topic of gender euphoria, moments where... Your transition brought you joy and positivity and elation as a result of transition, as opposed to it being about, you know, getting away from a bad thing, but actively having a good time. Um, check out my Twitter. There is a thread with information. Um, I'm currently accepting pitches for a book that is being worked on. Um, uh, upon upon completion of work, selected people will be paid uh, £200 for a 3,000 word or so essay. Just because you've pitched does not mean you're getting paid. Obviously, I will be getting back to certain people. So check my Twitter for specific information or tweet me and I can send you the thread. And given that you've had like 900 messages already at this point, you cannot I, get back to everyone. I cannot. Very much appreciate I cannot it. Yeah, I cannot get back to everyone. Um, I will. I may email you with follow-up questions about your pitch. Um, uh, most people who email me will not hear back, and I apologise about that because we have like uh, maybe 15 slots for contributors in this uh, anthology book. But it's been very much appreciated yeah. hearing from everybody. It's it's been wonderful. It's been a really interesting couple of days reading through everyone's uh, submissions, and I already have quite a long, long list. I'm going to have to <laughs> whittle, whittle. Whittle. Yeah, it's currently it's about. Already, it's about three times as large as the number of spots I've got the the long list. But um, we're particularly wanting to make sure that we have good diversity on it. So, I highly encourage anyone who is non-white, who is disabled, who is 
intersectional with other situations as well as their non-cisgender status, I highly encourage applying. I want to make sure that we get a diversity of perspectives in the book. Um, so yeah, that is a thing I am working on and hopefully I'll be able to say more about in the summer when all of this has calmed down a bit. Um, nice. Yeah, or at the very least it's less freshly. Ah. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I do some podcasts. There is Pixel Squirt, where I talk about video game character pornography with uh, Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. There is uh, Podquisition, where we tell you whether your favourite video games are great and or perfect. And there's Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Uh, I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and soon season 7. They're all self-contained stories, so jump into whichever one you fancy. Um... We are going to be doing a little mini-series before Season 7 starts, okay. uh, doing a five-episode mini-series that is a courtroom drama of mystical proportions. Mm. Uh, uh, it was described to me as the sort of um, Phoenix Wright slash Danganronpa of D&D courtroom cases. Um, so I'm excited to see how that goes. I'm going to be playing a ghost. Ooh, who can talk to ghosts? I have mysterious powers. Ooh. And we'll probably just fake speaking to ghosts half the time to try and fabricate evidence, yeah. but it's fine. Wrong deception. Yes. Uh, and then I am also on Polyarmory. Polyarmory? What's that? Oh, why don't you tell them what that is? Because <laughs> you're on it too. Um, I am Janeris Magnet. I am the dungeon mistress for Polyarmory. It is a an evil campaign <gasps> in the fifth edition style. Um, we have uh, basically a bunch of miscreants going around buying things for an evil corporation that collects weapons. Sometimes they sell weapons. Sometimes they just destroy things. They get up to a lot of shenanigans. Very silly stuff happens, and generally we all laugh at my bad puns. Yeah. There's been a lot of that recently. I've been enjoying Becky's updates on the editing. <laughs> She's like, look what you did. Look what you did. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I can be, that can be found on my YouTube, which is Maniac Janiac, or my SoundCloud, which is Janiac Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. Uh, I'm also uh, janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get some of my fabulous t-shirt designs. And uh, my most important one is patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio, and that's basically where all of my stuff will go. If you want to know anything I've done, be that writing on stonedmonkeyradio.blog, shout me as little as a dollar a month. I would super appreciate it. And, and if not, you could always share the show with somebody you care about. They might enjoy this show too. Yeah. Yay. So Laura, sing us out, darling. Until next time. Be a stranger. Oh,